In goes Stewart! They've only gone and done it! And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glovers Cast. We are back to full strength, although you can perhaps tell us whether that is the case or not. The three plebs are back. I'm back from Screwfix Live. Ben, you're back again after a, a midweek run out. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Uh, minutes in the legs. That's all you're after at this stage of the season. Minutes in the legs. Absolutely. And back from a two-week absence, a three-game ban served for i think it was described as violent conduct on uh thursday, on friday's episode uh mr david coates welcome back I just say it's uh it's a pleasure to be back and uh I'm, the faith that two of you have shown in me I, I will do my utmost to repay you uh so thank you uh and i'm gonna try and behave myself tonight so I for a man uh, who's been to bilbao you're not looking very tanned Oh, I, I am. I, I am slightly more tanned than, than than I look. I've got a very white light above my head. I think <laughs> that's probably what it is. But yeah, yeah. Normally, I just go like bright red as soon as the sun is anywhere near me. So uh, I did. Uh, I, I I lay it up on the sun cream. So, but I I can promise you, I was in Bilbao. Oh, it wasn't good. just somebody else taking pictures of uh, <laughs> of Bilbao and sending them to me. And are you suitably refreshed after a, a three pod absence? No, not at all. In fact, no, I okay, good. Worse than I did before. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a very busy two weeks. Um, yeah, but um, but yeah, it's good to be back. I've enjoyed all of the um uh, the pods that I've I've heard since. Uh, Rob, Nick, Watsy, Foxy. Have I missed anyone? Oh, Tom and uh, oh, really? Ollie, well, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, blimey! I tell you what, it's quite a um. Really, are going to have to work hard here. I think, but I mean. We're- we haven't spoken as a trio uh-huh. since we beat Western Supermare. And that feels a very long time ago. It does. Because yeah. we've had so many home games in between. Yeah. Up yeah. until this weekend. Huh. Good segue. Thank yeah. you. When Dave made the trip from Bilbao to Hampton and Richmond. Yeah, both of them. To watch the, the mighty gloves. Viva the gloves. Yes, I did. Yeah. Is that is that Spanish fever? Maybe, yeah, something like that, isn't it? But um, well, but yes, indeed, play. I did. Well, yeah, could be. Um, I uh, I did via Gatwick Airport, Folkestone, South London, Hampton, which is very posh, I have to say. Yeah, uh, and I understand why Marcus Duncan talks like he does because <laughs> it's a very good, uh, uh, you know, good good breeding around there, shall we say? Is there? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and he was there he was there he wasn't in the uh, wasn't in the home end like some other yeovil town supporters um who <laughs> put in both camps yeah, exactly yeah put in both camps mm. yes yes but seb's friends uh the capital glovers were well and truly there the the honor and the privilege of uh 
standing next to uh, Mr. Hugh Gleave for a um a, a period in the uh in the in, in the first half, and uh, they brought the Badger flag with uh, with them, and uh, and I didn't realise this, but uh, apparently Hugh has uh, Badger's ashes. And he takes a little bit of them to every away game and puts them down on the ground next to him. So, uh, yeah, so he's uh, always there in, in one way or another, which was, yeah, I thought was quite nice. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. really, really He's not cool. missing out. He's not missing out. He's there. He's there. I noticed, he's probably... I noticed you said you were with Hugh for a period. Did he leave you or did you step away from him? <laughs> he, he <laughs> as soon as his pint glass was emptied, he was out. <laughs> so yeah, he was off to fill up, uh, fill out his uh, fill, fill his pint glass back up again. So uh, yeah, I I I tried to uh, take different um, locations in and around the ground, mostly to try and fulfil Ben's unquenchable thirst for photographs um, to go on <laughs> to go on the match report. And I have to say, although it seems very close, I swear to God that they knew that I was stood there because none of the action came to me until Charlie Cooper was taking a corner. Which I got some lovely photos of. I hasten to add. Um, very little actually happened uh, in in and around me. Even though I thought to myself, second half, Jordan Stevens is going to be bombing up and down this left wing. Um, and anyway, we'll get on to what happened in the second half. But we will. Should we get on to the the lineups? Because there was a start for Murphy. There was a start for Murphy. Ours was out. Yep. Nuble stayed in. And perhaps a surprise to most people was the absence of Josh Staunton as well, not starting the game. What was the what was the feeling uh, at Hampton when they saw the team news come in? Very attacking, everybody said. Mm. Um, so yeah, when you see that front line of what was it? It was Young, Stevens, Newblay, Murphy. You just thought, crikey! If we can't score goals with those four up front, and then you've got um, Jake Hyde and Jordan Maguire Drew on the bench, then May. Yeah, yeah, then then you probably are never going to score goals. Um, and yeah, I think we probably that lineup alone probably struck fear into the hearts of some uh, uh, Hampton and Richmond um, uh, uh, players. And uh, did Stephen start the FA Cup game? Yeah, he did start the FA Cup seventy, game. didn't he? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he was. Uh, he was uh, he was there he was there as well so yeah pretty pretty attacking I mean the Josh Dalton thing's interesting isn't it it kind of depends on who you talk to and um, about whether he has been a good thing all in all for us in um, uh, the start of this season I had a long conversation with um, a former uh, Glover's cast um, contributor uh, who won't be named but he was. Uh, on on Thursday night, uh, and he <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, Foxy wasn't there, um, so there was <laughs> there was uh, and and he as as we will get into in the questions, he's a very big fan of Michael Smith, and I can absolutely see why he's a fan of Michael Smith, and I think you get. Uh, so I said to him, Josh Daunton, I haven't and Waterlooville, which is the last game I saw live, um, was absolutely what we missed, just that organisation and basically talking the likes of Jake Wannell, um, maybe to a lesser extent, Alex um, uh, Alex Whittle and, and, and Morgan Williams, but sort of guiding those younger players around him uh, through, which was 100% what we needed at Avon and Warlever. Michael Smith definitely gives you that. And if we hadn't signed Michael Smith, I think Josh Dalton would have been there. Um, but in a way, I was kind of pleased that Josh Dalton wasn't there because... Their two centre uh, centre forwards, uh, uh, Seymour in particular, was a little bit rapid. So um, yeah, he's a he's a nippy little 
so I wouldn't say. But um, but yeah, so probably not too much. Did it also not fall under the category of Morgan Williams being undroppable? Yeah. And so when we were chatting on on Thursday, I said to the to the lads, I was like, we have to get Morgan Williams in, and I was just assuming that that would be with Staunton in some way, shape, or form. I hadn't quite got the idea in my head that it would be instead of one of the centre backs because we wanted to keep the four. And I think part of it was just that. And he's been very, Mark Cooper's been very honest about having to manage minutes and think about when players are going to play. And I just wonder if it was a case of he's had a few games now. We haven't got a plastic pitch in a while, so he's not had that natural break. Let's give him one, really. We've got we've got the the manpower in, in Williams and Wannell. I think it just felt right for all that he, he sat one out. Saw in the HP source, he was still the captain. He still did the talking. He still did the leadership stuff. That's where he's at his absolute best. I have no doubt in my mind he comes back in for the cup game. Just needs yeah. just had 90 minutes uh, off. And he, and as happened, he, he's, he's on the bench. Uh, he's on the bench. You can bring him on if you need him, which we did again, I think. We'll get on to it. But um, I think he was exactly what we needed at that point. Um, so to be able to bring on a... You know, Josh Staunton. I said him. I said in my conclusions, how many times last season did we, you know, held together by the power of positive thought? He was uh, playing for us, wasn't he? But, um, but now, uh, I do think Michael Smith's introduction gives you that um, a lot of what Josh Staunton uh, brings, and and a lot of other things as well. Can Josh Hours feel hard done by to not be in the lineup, or the fact that Frank Nublay has scored? A hatful in recent weeks. Does that make him, you know, it's harsh to leave it, either of them out at the moment? Um, yeah, I, I think he can. Um, I, I think he can, but I don't really know who you would take out. Uh, there, there were a few people that I spoke to pre match who said, I thought Matt Worthington should have dropped out, but I mean, it's, it, it's, it's a brilliant thing to have, isn't it? Uh, too many I mean, players, yeah. Yeah, to have too many <laughs> players and even players who weren't on the bench um, that, that, that that we can still think of who were who were there to to have those kind of options um, is yeah is is it's it's a great problem to have. It's, so it, I'm not bothered about it. But it's not a bad little five side team that's sat up in the yeah. stands at the moment. Yeah, which is ridiculous, really, when you think about you've got a. Goalkeeper that can't make the bench. Jamie Sendles White will like eventually come back to fitness and be ready. Sonny Blue Low Everton isn't making squads at the moment. You've got Zach Bell, doesn't get a mention. You've got you've got strikers, you've got Alex Fisher, not obviously available just yet. You've got a half decent little five aside team, not even making benches, which is quite staggering, really. Yeah. Um I keep coming back to the point of we are going to need them yeah. all. The fact that our sits out one and Cooper goes in and Worthington go, we will need them all as this season goes on. It's still September, just um, I imagine they'll all be cracking out the 2025 games by the time we get around the other side of the new year. Easy. I think on the HP source, you saw Mark Cooper say that, didn't he, in his little huddle before the game, something about... Everyone all right with it? Okay, let's go. Let's go on, didn't we? So, uh, yeah. Well, when you look back at our the first season under Darren Sarl, like Tom Bradbury played a hell of a lot of games, and there's quite a few players in there. You think, oh, I never realised how many, you know, up into like the thirties, like appearances that they got. And you you forget really how how many players you get through. 
Um, let's get into the game then. How did we start, Dave? Sounds like Jordan Stevens was yeah the main outlet. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot went and 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 he was literally, if he could have embraced the the touchline, he would have embraced it. I think he was uh, <laughs> he was on it the entire the entire game. And then they switched over Young and Young and Stevens switched over um, not not long after that. But yeah, it was clear that we wanted to give him something to think about um, from the from the off. And I think probably sort of like the first uh, ten maybe fifteen minutes were, were, were hours. Um, not Josh, but ours. Um, and uh, it probably took them a little bit to, ooh, to 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 get used to um to what we were about. So yeah, really fast, positive um positive start. I don't really there there wasn't really a clear cut to chance. I think we put a few wide and over. Um, and uh, I think they had one headed wide. Um, but there wasn't a great great deal that um anybody particularly had to do and respect to to Hampton and Richmond they, they were far from the best side that I've seen us play this season um they weren't a bad side by by any stretch of the imagination I I think they just struggled to cope with us to start with but then slowly started to get back get into the game and um it was no surprise I know Seb on our um Put in both camps. Um, a podcast mentioned when Jake Gray plays well, they play well, and I think he got their man of the match, um, Jake Gray. Uh, and you could noticeably see him getting on the ball. Um, it was quite funny. The uh, the Capital Glovers. Uh, I don't know whether they listened to Seb um, uh, talking about Jake Gray, and I think Bill Bill Biss had uh, put something out about uh, what a nice guy he was as well. So yeah, when he was uh, taking a corner, which were right up next to us, they were all going. Oh, Hi, Jake. Really miss you, Jake. Love you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he had a little smile on his face as well. I think he was he was hoping someone would nod it in, and he just turned around, <laughs> like um, give it the uh, give it the big one. But um, but yeah, it was um, yeah, and, and a, not not a lot, not a, lot a couple people. of yellow cards. <laughs> yes, we're straight on to Mister Robinson. With the, uh, well, we're not straight on to him. We're we're just teasing it. Teasing it, we're going to build up to it, Dave. Yeah, well, well I... yeah, build up to it. The crescendo. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, rule one, rule one, ban today. I, I noticed you brought more rules in while I've been away as well, haven't we? We're not allowed. Although you've already mentioned uh, plastic pitches, Ben, we're not allowed to mention them. Is that right? I, yeah. I, I, there is no evidence of me mentioning plastic pitches. Didn't you did. To... You said no, we haven't got. Pla- you said we haven't got a plastic pitch coming up when you were talking it's about Josh Dalton. Not guilty. Well. Wasn't me, as Shaggy uh, once said. Listen, listen back to the tape in in concert, <laughs> live in concert. Yeah. Um, okay, so Raw one's out. Um, yes, he was picky, shall we say? Um, okay. There were lots of little, um, little things. Like I think was it Murphy? Um, there, there was a lot of going down quite easily on both sides. And this was the thing. I mean, at the end of the game, both sets of fans were on him um, and both sets of players were on him. So that tells you he's a bad referee. It's not not one thing or the other. I can tell you're itching to go in like two footed, but we're going to get to it, Dave. So there were a couple of bookings, yes. Neither of of which, (laughs) certainly at that point of the game, I thought deserved to be bookings, but, you know, green tinted spectacles and all that of the night, so... And uh, so the referee was picky, but then Jordan Stevens got a bit picky in the 34th minute oh, and picked out the top corner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we Goodbye. have missed Dewey in, you know. Yeah. 
It has been clunky. It has been choppy and changey. You just come in here and just segue the shit out of it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that was a hit, looked, wasn't it? That was it. That was a hit, wasn't it? It, it, it? And it looked like it was our free kicks. And I don't know whether none, none of them quite landed in Jordan Young territory, as we're going to call it now. Um. And there were, they, they, they weren't that great. Um, I mean, Chris Todd, if you are listening, sort it out, mate. You know, get it, get it, get it sorted. <laughs> because, um, uh, yeah, because they, uh, they, they were a bit over hit or under hit or didn't really work. And and it was Charlie, Charlie Cooper. Oh, Ben's got his hand up. Go on, ben, I have a question. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I was going to ask earlier. Was the pitch really thin? Because Ian Randall on radio kept saying it's really narrow, it's really narrow. And the fact that we were overhitting and underhitting our crosses and free kicks and stuff was because we weren't adjusting to the narrowness. And hence you talk about Jordan Stevens getting chalk on his boots and being right on the touchline. Is it because he had nowhere else to go because it was particularly thin? It, so what I would say was there was a lot of, because it's a new pitch, right? They They, they, they put it down. So there was a lot of, distance between where the um certainly i was stood at the side of the ground sort of in the away end obviously but other side um and there was a lot of turf between the touchline and 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 and, and me not as much as some ground what i couldn't see because i didn't go over the other side to see how much it was but i, I didn't look at it and think oh this is a you know this is a narrow one and maybe it's because i wasn't behind the goal and i couldn't get that kind of um perspective out of it I take Ian Randall's um, view on it, and 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 maybe it was a um, maybe it was a bit of that, but yeah, it we, we didn't we just didn't seem to be finding pe- the right people um, with that, and and maybe you know you got credit Hampton with a bit of that as well um, for their um, uh, defensive shape. But the, the for the free kick that led up to the goal was one of those that didn't really look like it was a bit of a kind of oh I wasted one there, and then. <laughs> It just comes pinging out to uh, to Jordan Stevens on the edge of the box, and it was it was identical. Uh, I only saw Joshua was his um, goal against uh, Eastbourne uh, on mm-hmm. the uh, on the stream, but it was another one of those that as soon as it left the end of his foot, it was going nowhere other than straight into the top corner. I can I let out what can only be described as a excited squeal. <laughs> oh, and it went in. It was a kind of a. <laughs> it was one of them. <laughs> it was one of them. Yeah, and I, uh, as I, as I uh, projected myself um, into the uh, towards into the, I projected myself towards the uh, towards the the um, advertising audience. Yeah. You reckon Jordan Stevens made that noise when he kicked I, it as well? I reckon Jordan Stevens knew exactly what was going on. He had plenty of time to think about it. By the time it hit the net, he thought, "Oh, that's a lovely goal." Ran away, gave it. Yeah. You know what? Gave I it think- the bigger bit. Do you know what I think makes it look even better? Is that it bounces back out? Yes. The fact that it, it stanchions it. It's yeah. an absolute perfect stanchion. It actually comes back out, out of the goal, and there's just a mini split second where the goalkeeper doesn't know if it's just hit the post. Like the goalkeeper's flying at it, gets nowhere near it, waving it on by, and he kind of jumps up and, oh, no, no, that did just go into the top bins. It's it's glorious. It's absolutely glorious. Throwing it out there, it's gonna take a very good goal to win the Glovey for goal of the season between now and the end of the season. Early favourite, heavy favourite for the goal of the season, Glovey. I like ours. I like ours. I like it a lot. 
I like that more. Yeah, uh, I think ours was further out, wasn't it? Was it, or was it about the same? Uh, kind of edge of the box. Yeah, that was further out than ours, but ours was that delicate, controlled yeah. effort rather than an absolute foot through it. Um, uh, what happened on, on HP Source? The, the Lino comes onto the pitch and has a, has a go at someone. Dave, what happened there? He had a go at Big Frank, uh, and in true, um, well, he'd obviously been getting a pep talk from Mr. Robinson and, and told him, right, we've got to ignore all blatant fouls on um, anyone in a green shirt. Um, we've got to be really picky about things, even though the game wasn't uh, in play because uh, obviously the, the goal had gone in and they were all running back. Um, but Frank, uh, Frank Newblay, and I didn't see exactly where he kicked it, but apparently he kicked the ball away. Um, and the linesman went, oh, you can't do that. Pick a Eugene, Eugene, have a word with him. So <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he got a yellow card for that, which was <laughs> absolutely fitting with everything else that happened from the, uh, I'll call them officials in the loosest possible sense of the word. Okay. And at this point, we're top of the league. As uh, yeah, I don't know whether it was Ben's tweet. I assume it was Ben's tweet anyway that uh, that, that that went out. But um, yeah, it was was quickly picked up on uh, in the uh, in the way um, and yeah, the the chant went up. And we scored a second. Sorry, only, ben. For, a short, only for a short period of time, but it was a yeah. glorious period of time. There was, <laughs> we had a where, there was a point where in the top seven we were top, and the only other team that were winning were Maidstone, who were beating one of the other top seven. Everyone else was either down or Taunton were drawing nil nil. Not that we're looking, look, Ben. I oh. <laughs> I can only presume the only reason we're not top now is because of Mark Cooper. Oh, oh obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. yeah, yeah. We should, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, um, and then we scored another one just before yeah. half time. Then we scored another Thanks, one, man. Exactly, and then we didn't, uh, we didn't let up. We didn't go right. Okay, that's all right. We've got that. Let's just keep it calm. Da 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 da. Went for went for goal because because straight afterwards I think Reese Murphy tried to out um, outdo uh, Jordan Stevens didn't he because he he tried a very spectacular overhead kick um, from I can't remember it was a set piece or whatever but yeah he tried a very, very spectacular overhead kick um, which obviously went over but but then yes he um, he picked the cliche you want ice in his veins whatever um, he yeah. Sat, sat a couple of them down, or at least one of them sat down anyway, I think. And uh, yeah, and then just put it straight into the net. But yeah, he's, he's some some finisher, isn't he? Do you know what I really like? I've watched it. When, when I saw it on HP Source, you see it quite well. He doesn't look at the goal. Mm. He just knows where it is. It's that feeling of he's got the ball. His eyes are down on the ball, got a bit of close control. He sits a couple of them down, like he says. And at no point does he look up. At no point. He just knows exactly where the inside of that post is. And just finds it. And that is a striker feeling good, in confident form, who just knows where the back of the net is. And they are worth their weight in gold, those at the moment. And that is, it's 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 just glorious from the bagsman. Yeah, absolutely. What a player. Yeah, He's in a ruthless mood. He is, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I think I know when he came on against um, AFC Stoneham, and, you know, the way that we'd scored goals and they were almost holding their hands up to say, oh, sorry about that. Yeah. But he was just like, I'm going to murder all of you. <laughs> like, yeah. it, there was no, like, no question, like, of of not, you know, 
not saying not trying, but you know, scoring apologetically. It was I am here to, yeah, to, to you know, yeah. show the manager that he needs to start me, and did it again. And he did, yeah, absolutely, he did. Um, so yes, at that point, happy days. Um, and uh, the halftime whistle went. I went running outside to uh, ran through some very long grass to get to the um, uh, to the burger van. Um, followed by about, well, when, when I got in the queue, there was maybe, I don't know, half a dozen people in front of me. And then um, uh, probably about 15 to 20 other people stood behind me. Who I, I took a picture of and described them as the most optimistic people in Hampton and Richmond. Um, because, yeah, they, no way they were going to see the start of the second half. I The second half had started by the time I came in with my, uh, my cheeseburger. Although I have to say, it was a very good cheeseburger. It was very good. Yeah. Out of um, seven? I'd give it to at least a five. I'd yeah. maybe maybe edging a six. Wow. Well, maybe not quite six, but 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 certainly why? certainly getting that way. Why? Why why size? It, it, it had a really nice bun. Really nice, um, like flowered bun. Um and it yeah, had I'm not a, a fan of a flowered bun. No, 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 no. No, no, but they, they, it was kind of, and I don't know whether it was just off or whatever, but it's kind of had a little bit of a crunch to it, which I like. Um, uh, and um, uh, yeah, it was just, it was a bit like good burgers and, and, and all the rest of it. So um, right. yeah, didn't have any hot drinks. He didn't have any chips. He didn't have sorry, anything. Sorry. Yeah. Burgers, plural. Burger, burger. Oh, burger. I, thought, I, yeah. thought, I thought you'd no, double This is, this is a, um, uh, where was it? I went to Dover. Dover, when Mark Richards scored that Crabble Welding, the Crabble Burger, that is a burger. That's a double burger on a flowered bun with, um, yeah, cheese and some nice relish in it as well. That was I'm looking forward to going. Back Needs now. to be a sesame seed bun in my book, rather than flowered. Uh, Dave, that the first paragraph of your second half match report says referee Eugene Robinson appeared to be more focused on pulling up players for perceived time wasting, but allowing clattering of the oval players. Notably, Jordan Young, who remained on the ground whilst the referee was unmoved. Yep, that is um, exactly what happened. Is, I think based based on how the second half went, I think we can now go into the obliteration of Rule 1. I'm, I'm going to go make a cup of tea. Okay. If you crack on, <laughs> let me know when you're finished. Sorted. Well, it has been, I, I, it has I mean, been two weeks since we've had a monologue. I'm looking yeah, forward to it. I, I, I'm, well, I'm not sure I've really got a monologue prepared, but... Um, <laughs> Do you but, ever? <laughs> Well, maybe not. No, they just kind of stream of consciousness more than the monologue, isn't it? Um, but yeah, it, it was exactly what I've said in that sentence there. It was the nitpicky things. It was the um and what is time wasting? Like I think he booked Michael Smith for time wasting on a throw-in. And from what I could see, Michael Smith had the ball and he was gesturing to people to 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 go forward. he's probably the kind of officious little twerp that's got like, he's looking at his watch and he knows exactly how many seconds he's got before he can book him. Um, But, but I never saw that there were, there were plenty of occasions from both sides where these things happen. There were, there was right in front of me, there were at least two times where Jake Gray tapped the ball away. Didn't boot it. He tapped the ball away. Um, and we were quite happy with that because we were two nil up. So what do we care? But um so don't so nobody shouted at it. But but it's the inconsistency that, that that gets me. And there were fouls that we committed. There were fouls that they committed. The Jordan Young one in particular was 
And I don't know, I noticed Mark Cooper, I, I didn't really listen to what Mark Cooper said after the game, but he mentioned Alex Whittle had gone on. And I'm sure Alex Whittle got a paste in as well and and, and then, then had to come off the pitch. And no action was taken against him. He seemed it seemed to be completely against the idea of protecting players and completely for the idea of giving people bookings for these stupid little things, probably because somebody at the National League has told him that's what he should be focusing on. And it's fine right up until the point where somebody gets a gets a bad injury because he's allowed these things to happen. Um so anyway, yeah, that, that wasn't quite a monologue, but it was a little rant. But there was another one not long after that where Morgan Williams uh, is is coming forward with the ball. There are two hands, literally two hands in Morgan Williams' back. He's shoved forwards and then they just let them play on. And he's like, it's almost like he knows these these Hampton players. Oh, go on then, boys, off you go, like that. And there were things that I think I think Murphy tripped someone and he didn't um if Murphy was already on a booking, so maybe didn't want to send him send him off there. But and I'll, I'll be getting on to the Jake Hyde. Jake Hyde, yeah. Okay, so Jake Hyde comes on, Murphy goes off, Jake Hyde comes on, and and then he gets booked for I don't think it was kicking the ball away, which I saw somebody meant, but he complained to the linesman about an offside. I unlike the official on the opposite side of the pitch, was bang in line with that. That was never offside. No, he's, he's, he's two, three yards onside when he makes a run. And their player just doesn't spot him. And then and, and then he goes through. And he quite rightly, quite rightly can say, I mean, I don't know what he said to the linesman, but he quite rightly said to the linesman, I wasn't offside. And he gets a booking for it. Now, I didn't really get a very clear view of Jake Hyde's second booking. But there was a bit of a ooh, from the um, uh, from the Hampton fan, which makes me think maybe that was a foul. So yes, okay, I will give him the second one. Uh, I will go with the ooh in the uh, in the home crowd and say that was second. But but he's just ruined the game. He's just spoiling the game. Another one of these referees who wants to make it all about him and not about watching a game of football. Anyway, is that enough? I just, I, I just want to say, I really, really liked. There was two hands, literally, <laughs> literally two hands. Yeah, uh, that that was my favorite. There bit. were no one-armed men, no one-armed <laughs> bandits playing out for, for Hampton and Richmond. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So you've got. I'm just following the match report. You've got to the shove in the back. You've done yeah. that bit. Yeah. Two hands. Two, two hands, hands. Literally. Literally. Uh. <laughs> Presumably, it requires someone to someone in blue to commit murder to be guilty of any <laughs> offence. There's the match report. There you go. I think that's kind of what I've just said there, isn't it? So, um, yes. and then we had a nice big minute, a, a nice uh, long time of added time, right? Seven minutes was it? Yeah, I think seven it was minutes seven added minutes. on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Penalty conceded. What's your view of the penalty? So I am sort of. Uh, the side of the pitch. Yeah, I mean, it's a, fa- <laughs> it's, a, it's a fairly long way away. Now, from what I could see through a, 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 a massive body, I'm pretty sure it hit Worthy's arm. Yeah, there yeah. was definitely a save in there somewhere, um, but it, it definitely hit Worthy's arm. Um, now, whether he could have moved himself or uh, whether he made a motion towards the ball, I can't really see from there. Um, yeah, the, the referee was itching to um, to give something. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, if it hits, is if it hit? What's the 
Ben will tell us what the um what the law is, what the what the rule is. I'm sure, but how Howard it... Webb couldn't tell you what the law is, and he's in charge of the damn. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. So um, um, the, the the question seems to be, unless I'm unless I'm seeing it wrong, is that I've seen a suggestion that it's hit his leg first, it's hit his knee first, and deflected right. upwards. Right. Now that is very much clear as day in the rule book as not a foul. That is nothing that is, as long as the hand is in what would be deemed as a natural position. Now we've seen today in the North London Derby, a ball bounce up and hit a hand that wasn't in a natural position and thus a penalty was given. But we've seen Saturday um, in the Wolves game, a ball crossed in a block being made from about two yards away, less than that deflect off a leg up to a hand and a penalty was given. So it seems to be a little bit of inconsistency there. Um, it's described as laughable and that they're going to appeal it. Um, but <sighs> I'm not sure. I mean, looking at their HP source, and I've watched it on my big screen rather than just on my phone, and it looks, to me, it looks like his, his arm is out, hits his arm down by his side, and he, he quickly gives it to Stephen Taylor and is like holding on to his ribs. Yeah. But... <sighs> I think it's. I, I mean, I think I said in my match report that it was a, it was a, it was a hand. Me, he handled it. Yeah. It was a red card, and it was a, um, yeah, it, yeah. Them well, the first time I watched, I thought, oh, that's a great save from Joe Day. Yeah, well, jo- there was a save in there, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a save in there. Um, yeah. And our former lone E uh-huh. wax it in. Good little penalty to beat Mister Day. Yeah, where was that away? Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, well, we we um, got there in the end. Yeah, sent him sent sent him the wrong way. I mean, um, even and... Tom Knowles missed on that night. Dave. He did, yeah. No, well, he didn't, <laughs> did he? Because he was aiming for the steward, I think. Oh, okay. so Tom yeah. Knowles. But, um, uh, but yeah, he um, yeah, he did good penalty. Um, and then yeah, they obviously yeah, go back, and 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 then you've got the a little bit harem scare at the end, um, because even with. Not very much longer left to play. There was still enough time for the ball to go back into our area and somebody to tumble under a, again what you couldn't really see. Um, but I'm guessing, although I haven't actually seen anywhere anything about who the Hampton player um, that was sent off was. But Jordan there was Thomas. a huh? Jordan Thomas, Thomas, was it? Okay, so maybe it was him that went down. But it was um, yeah, he there was hundred percent a red card shown. Um, after the after the final whistle goes, so I assume it was him who was then complaining that it should have been um, another penalty. I mean, if we'd have lost that game, there would have been a riot. Um, maybe that's why they uh, tried to hold everyone in for fifteen minutes, but they quickly gave up on that idea um, because they thought going to be uh, looking for the referee's car. But Jesus Christ, it was um, yeah, it was a a weak performance. But as I said, even even. Um, what did Mark Cooper call it? External forces um, can't uh, couldn't uh, ruin the uh, the celebrations uh, on the um, when the when the final whistle came. Despite, despite us not having very many people, I, I, I never saw Jake Hyde um, come out. I don't think Matt Worthington um, maybe he was maybe he was there at the end. I'm not I'm not entirely sure if they're allowed to. Oh, okay, maybe they're not. There are certain they have to. They, yeah, I think there's rules on whether or not they can even come back out. I think it's a oh, bit no. yeah. And I guess they were told, I imagine there was a bit of man management there of, 
don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Don't make it worse than it is. And both, both nothing... benches came legging it into the centre circle at the end to like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, well, I've, I've, is... I've seen a few comments of they um, deserve a lot of praise, Mark Cooper and their manager, for getting players off and out the way quick, sharp, so that they didn't occur more wrath from Eugene. He sounded yeah. crap. He was crap. <laughs> Have you said all you want to say on him? Is there any? I said everything I want to say on him. I would not waste another breath on him. Okay. Rule one is back in yeah, back in force. His, his, I, I, I will say this. We'll get him again. We will. Probably in London again. He's done a number of. We're in London, months. aren't we? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well done, Frank Newley. And... In London. <laughs> he's if he's got previous, we'll have to be aware of that. And when his name pops up on a team sheet, that'll take a couple of minutes of Mark Cooper's team talks come the beginning of those games. Don't give him any excuses. Simple as that. Yaha. He's up to I was counting he's up to thirty. Ridiculous. He's had about five games, isn't he? He's had five games, thirty-five yellows, and that is his fifth red. And his third penalty, I think. Five reds. Yeah, 30 odd yellows and his and his third, second or third penalty. Card happy. Useless. Okay. The the end of the HP Source video, there's a, a bit of a hey Mark Cooper chant going on. There was, yeah, yeah. There was a bit the, of a, yeah. the travelling support are really behind the gaffer, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think so. There were a few comments in and around me from people saying, "But it's just so boring, isn't it? We we haven't smashed anyone this season." To which I said, "We win seven one last weekend." <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, but that's against no one." It's like, "Well, okay, yeah, yeah." You would you would have called these no one uh, a season ago, wouldn't you? So, um, yeah, I I, I mean. We're, we're, we're 10 games in now. That's the end of September's uh, league um, uh, league matches, isn't it? Because we've only got a cup game. Yeah, FA Cup on Saturday. Before September ends. So, again, my conclusion said everything that I would want to say in it. There, there, there is nothing. You can't you can't argue with the statistics of the games that he's won. And, right. and whilst, yes, the two games that we've lost, and I can say this with some authority because I've seen them both, um, uh, were ridiculous in um well one of them being a ridiculous goal in at Hemel and then the other one being a ridiculous performance in um at uh at Havant and Waterlooville. We have got better um every time I've uh, I've seen us play. I mean we couldn't get much worse than Havant the last that, time that Havant result looks more worse every week. Yeah. Every time they, <laughs> they they don't win, yeah, and they got rid of their manager. And every time it's like they've only won one this season. It's yeah, like... and it was against Yeovil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're one point off Bath. There's three points between seventh and first. Mm, yeah, it is tight. And Taunton are up there too. Taunton, yeah. Bath, and even the Moners at Torquay. You know they're. they're... They ain't, they're not doing too bad. I, I, I noticed there is a <laughs> weekly Johnson and Johnson out poll from the Talky Talk uh, Twitter Twitter account. So none of that um, on the on 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 the Cooper side, but yeah, there was um yeah the usual trolley um uh, web uh, 
Twitter accounts uh, talking about, oh, he's given his son a start again. Uh, I will openly say now, Charlie Cooper got my man on a match vote. So, because in that second, in that, when we've gone down to 10 men, he was at it. Um, and without him, it could have been quite a uh, quite a different thing. And also, having seen it very close up, man takes a good, for, good good corner kick. I'll give him that. Yeah, he can deliver a ball, that lad. Yeah. yeah. Questions? Yay! Questions! Okay, I'm there on Facebook, Davis. Okay. Okay. Right. I've checked the other channels before we came on. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm not going to check again because they weren't on there. Okay. Oh, I did check it. Hang on. <laughs> I'll go to Twitter, then I'll load Facebook. He's he's a bit rusty. Chris Fox. Evening. Evening. Welcome back from the three-match ban, Dave. With okay. a couple of lone spots still there to use, what's the thoughts on adding a young striker, especially with Jake Hyde not firing on all cylinders at the moment? We've got one at Taunton. Or oh, we'll have one at Taunton when he's back. I think we're fine for now. Get through. If, I think we've got more than enough to get through till Christmas time, when we'll have probably an option to to look at Linton back and and Fisher in the in the not so distant horizon. Forget about think, Alex Fisher. Yeah, we've we've. I think I think we're okay. I'd like someone zippy up there because I think if we lose Young or Stevens for a bit of time. There's not we'll a lot have of pace. Maguire Drew and Sunny Blue and Yeah, but they're not pace merchants, are they? Not True. in the same way that Jordan yeah, Stevens is. Maguire Drew, and the more I see of JMD, the more I think he's a luxury, luxury player in those kind of areas where really we've we don't seem to play through those areas. It's all about getting it wide and using the overlap. So that's yeah, I'd like I I would like someone nippy to come in would it be a ollie thomas type person or a ben seymour <laughs> i mean you wouldn't turn down someone like ollie thomas again after what he did i'm not sure how many of those sorts of players there are out no. there and i don't know how he's doing at newport but um yeah ben. i don't know i don't I, know i i'm i think it would be a fairly tough sell as well to a young player to come here and not play a lot of football Potentially. Maybe. I mean, it depends on where they come from, doesn't it? Or yeah. you can find someone from the lower leagues who you think, all right, he might have something here. He's young, he's pacey, mm-hmm. knows where the goal is. Let's give him a shot. Chipping him at a fella last season, start last season, scoring well, a exactly, Exactly. Yeah. And that's a good example of what you could potentially do, I think. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. And I think Cooper... Cooper seems to be able to find these players that are willing to come down. A lot of them have played with him before that you think, oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll have him. Yeah. Okay. Hughesy. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, Hughesy asks, uh, where's the question? There were nine red cards in our league on Saturday. If you include the one after the whistle in our game. Lots of suspensions will come into play for lots of teams soon. Will this be an advantage to us with our strength in depth? Mr. Discipline, over to you. (laughs) Um, Potentially, yes. Um, But it's how you manage it. And actually, 
one thing I think I would want to, one point I would want to make here is that there's no secret from Mark Cooper that we are doing minute management on players and thinking about when they're playing and not risking Morgan Williams in the FA Cup so that he can be available for this one, thinking about who plays on what pitch and when and things like that. But you don't want to take that out of his hands. You don't want to end up with a situation of Hyde not being available. So you'd play Murphy and actually you didn't intend to play Murphy because you didn't want to put him through Hampton and then an FA Cup game. So you need to have that in your own hands. And it only it, it, it will help us as a team that maybe has a bit more depth. Um, and if you are a sunny blue low Everton, you'll know you're never going to be far away from getting a, a chance in a squad, a chance in a team because injuries and suspensions will really start racking up. Um, yeah, um, the amount of yellow and red cards at, at our level is is just absurd at the moment and will probably be all season until someone changes some rules and changes yeah. some directives. It is absurd. And Have, have that- you noticed a lot of it happening in... Um, maybe I'm just not, I think, noticing it anywhere else, but I've not noticed... Premier League or, or anyone like that particularly picking up on it? I think I think it started. Mm. The added on time and the yellow card started like that. And Wasn't one that of the was... weekends last week the most there were the most yellow cards in a match match day in the Premier League last weekend. And then it gets and then it gets attention and Dermot Gallagher talks about it on Sky Sports News on a Monday morning and suddenly it all dials back down and it'll happen again tomorrow with the handball law and somebody will then clarify something and it'll start learning. But at our level, there isn't that attention and they get away with it. Referees simply get away with it. It's that simple. Unless there is an assessor at these games and whether or not there is, I don't know, or whether or not there are reports put in and how far a manager is willing to go and put their neck on the line. Sounds like Mark is willing to go go away. Yeah, well, possibly. I just it, it's not it's not going to get any better, and it's about teams that are going to be able to manage that. Not necessarily right now, but yeah, there's some long lists of teams with lots of players on threes and four yellow cards already, and we're one. Uh, there's this one segues nicely into Andy Cleve's question. Evening, evening. Should I do this angrily or not? It's not no. an angry question. Yeah, he got, really. Well, he got angry at the fact that I was angry about it. <laughs> oh, did he? In the pre- yeah, so okay. there is still anger there. It's now just directed at me rather than at the question. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is the current yellow card count with our squad? Murphy, I know, has four. Any others on four? Should we be concerned about suspensions and card-happy refs under the new directive? Mr. Discipline, the- over to you. <laughs> do you want the list? Here we go. Right. Um Cooper, four yellows, one red. Worthington, one red. Hyde, no yellows, one red. Sorry, uh, Worthington's got three yellows. Uh, Murphy, four. Whittle, three. Wannell, two. Sendles, white, two. Williams, two. Bell, two. Nublay, Maguire, Drew. Day, Hours, Smith. Um, who's Ollie? Oh, Ollie Thomas. Uh, Sonny Lowe, Everton, uh, and Buse have all got one each. Uh, and Chris Todd and Mark Cooper have one each. For the record, they... <laughs> Only need three to get a match ban, not five. I thought Chris Todd was booked. It was mentioned on the radio that he was booked yesterday in the game, but it hasn't been filed as such. Can I say they showed great restraint if one of them wasn't booked? I have to say, uh, I'd have been booked for my yeah. games on the uh, other referee. But well, that's um, when you know the game's gone when they start booking fans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that <laughs> a vicious little twerk probably would have done it. But um, yeah, so, 
So yeah. when you get a uh, so like um, does it you still have the yellows? It's not like a red. You get a ban and it wipes slate clean. Um, there, there are dates. There are cutoff dates for yellow oh, no. cards. When we right. reach certain cutoff dates, it doesn't matter if you hit a milestone, you are reprieved. Right. Um, yeah. But none of those dates are anywhere near. So you can safely assume that Reese Murphy. Um, it's not for me to say, but you might start thinking about when. When does Reese Murphy plan his booking? Yeah, you know what I mean. You have to start thinking like that. And let's say we do. Let's say we get through against Didcot and he doesn't get booked. And then Avely, you might say to him, get booked because yeah. we'd rather you miss the FA Cup against somebody else. So he ends up kicking someone against Avely to get booked and miss, or get, miss, you know, and that's the sort of level teams will go to. And that's obviously wrong, but they will because of the fact that they're going to have to manage all of it. But Whittle is a couple away. Those are the two immediates. Uh, Matt Worthington also gets his two away from a from a match. Michael Smith play left back as well. He, he, the man could do no wrong. He could do anything. Play him anywhere you like. I think he's that good for this level that yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, yeah, can definitely. probably play everywhere and was. still be head and shoulders above. Uh, another one from Hugh Hugh here. First rule of Glover's Class Club: You do not talk about officials. Second rule of Glover's Cast Cup, you do not talk about officials. Given officiating is, in general, even worse than we were expecting in the National League South, reaching new depths with Mr. Robinson, is this rule realistically sustainable? One word answers. Oh, no. No. Given, given, we, I think we've broken it on about a dozen occasions in, <laughs> and we've only done 11 podcasts. So, yeah. I, I, I broke it for Plymouth Parkway, if you recall. <laughs> there you and go. Getting ridiculous red cards that Morgan Williams got. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? So, yeah, horrendous. And because they're horrendous, you have to, you have to be aware of it, and you have to, like, I have no problem with with Jake Hyde getting frustrated at not being offside, but we're going to have to learn to shut your gob yeah. because Jake Hyde comes on in that situation, and his job is to harry, to be horrible, to be strong, to head the ball, and get elbows and knees in places. Well, that might lead to bookings. You can't give the ref a free one first. As much as it's absolutely wrong that you're not offside, we have to be savvy to that. We have to be. So simple. We do. Fine. Uh, Tom Bailey. Evening, gents. Evening, gent. Evening. With a run starting to develop, how long do you think we can keep the winning run going slash go unbeaten? Forever! <laughs> yeah, win them all. Win them all. Win, Win them all. Well, we've got Didkirk next week. I think Avely at home. I mean, they're pretty good away, aren't they, Ave? Uh, they're pretty good at their place. Yeah, because it's, you know, the thing we can't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got, well, fingers crossed, we'll have an FA Cup game the following week. Mm-hmm. If we don't, then Bath City away looks like a tricky tie, the top two. Um, yeah. <laughs> Worthing. The following week the away, run. they're in the playoffs, aren't they? As well, have they got a, uh, one and, of them? Yeah. They yeah. were they were described by the Welling manager on week one as I'm pretty sure we just lost to the champions of this division. There that's we go. Welling manager. So we play them on the 21st of October. So that's going to be a big test. Worthing. Then after that, it's our friends uh, 
our friends from Dorset coming to Hewish Park. And then Braintree, who are also a playoff um, planning side. And we're we've in the got, season. We've got quite a tricky October. Horrible October. October. It was mentioned on the last podcast, wasn't it? So, someone mentioned it, yeah. yeah. I mean, time. I mean, November isn't particularly easy. Go to Dartford, go to Torquay. <laughs> mm. Yeah, not sure, Tom. But if we get through Worthing, who yeah. knows what's possible? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gareth Asp- Aspinall says, "Has HMS pissed the league? Finally set sail." I wouldn't say so. I, I, I don't think you can be pissing the league at the end of September. I think it's too tight at the top at the moment to piss yeah. the league. <laughs> Don't think but, anyone does. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it might be a wider channel to piss through. I think HMS <laughs> closer to the top than the bottom. Finally, <laughs> uh, almost a pro pilot says Buonasera. Buonasera. Annoyed me with the confusing Bucharest for Budapest. It's yeah, Bucharest. Stop. However, yeah. we move. Yeah, sorry. What's last what week. Here? So last week, Buonasera was the hello, good evening, and I—that's Romanian. Yes. And I said, um, I said the wrong city. Uh, you went to Hungary. Well, then you, said went... Buda- you said Bucharest first, and then you said, oh, is it Budapest? Yes. Then so you they, yourself. So sorry. That is, my, that is my bad. Your initial instincts were I good, mean, Ben. You, you did tell me to go to Cribs Causeway when I visited Northern <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> so. To be sure. <laughs> You've done worse. <laughs> um, when do you think our run of games is going to end? I mean, we've got to play until May, I think. So, unless it yeah. means wins. Uh, yeah. Have you been to watch any of the women's games yet? No. No. Watch any games yet? No, I've not been able to. It's difficult Sundays. Um. And would you prefer pace in attack or defence? I think we need it more in defence, and we need it in attack at the moment. Uh, I prefer it up front because I think you can be clever defensively. Yeah, I was going to say, what if you had no no pace up front, Dave, but all your pace was in defence? How are you going to score goals? You can still score goals with no pace up front. It's just harder. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> it's but just it harder. <laughs> we, we tried it with Ruben Reed. It didn't work. Hey, let's back to golf strike in the National League South. Uh Steve CB says, was it a surprise to see Josh Staunton dropped? Is he our best option at centre-back? I think he looks like he's been struggling this season. He's great at reading the game and when it's in front of him, but sluggish on the turn and slow in a foot race. I mean, as I'd mentioned earlier on, I think it, it depends who you're playing and what, what players he's playing against. Um, I completely agree with um, what Steve says there, that I mean, the man's knee has uh, suffered from uh, putting himself on the line on far too many occasions. Um, so I'm not going to going to criticise him because I bet he's still quicker than I am. So I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to judge him too too harshly. But he, um, yeah, I think against a slower centre forward, which apparently there are some of in this division, then I think he's he, he probably is the right man to have. But against someone who's a nippy little bugger, a, a, a la Mr. Seymour, um, then maybe not. I still think he is our best centre-back because um, I think he'd be clever about the way he positions himself and, and those around him. And if he's got 
someone a little bit quicker, Morgan Williams, for example, or Zach Bell can work alongside these players. I, I think it was nothing more than just taking them out of the firing line because that was what we were expecting in that in that one game. Um he needs his minutes managed as much as anyone else. And now we've got now we've got others in the group that can do the leadership stuff, that can stick their hand up when we had we, we had three or four last year, didn't we? We had Worthington, Grant Smith, and Charlie Cooper. But now you've got Michael Smith. Now you've got Morgan Williams back in the team. Now you've got another senior goalkeeper that's rejoined. You've got that those others who can take that slack from them. And pre-match, um, he said it's much easier captaining a squad where delegation's easier, where jobs are just getting done, where people are, are motivating themselves, things like that. So if he needs to sit a couple out because he's feeling something or then fine. But for me, he is still our best defender. Jonathan Hooper says, evening. Good evening. Who else wants to be lift, uh, lifted up by Frank Nuble after scoring a goal? I, do I have to score the goal? Because I just I just want to have, I just want to be lifted up. Yeah. Patted I mean, I... Reese Murphy on the bottom as well. So just be careful. Um, you know, what happens, huh? Okay. But I, I, I Do you want to be lifted up though, Dave? I wouldn't want to be lifted up because no? I think I was I was a little critical of Big Frank um the other week and I think uh, he might, he might drop me. Slam me on the floor, perhaps. <laughs> um, and Start. I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame him for doing it. It starts it starts like a nice pickup and then it becomes yeah. a Batista bomb quite quickly. And... <laughs> I don't know what one of those is, but I um yeah. <laughs> I, but yeah. I I I'd happily just uh have him come over and coolly shake hands with me. How about that? I would. Sounds yeah. good. Now I've got a father-son question combination here, so we'll, we'll go with Stephen Hallett first. It says, I noticed the Spurs player handball today, stopping the ball going in, didn't receive a red, but Worthy did. Both had the ball hit them. At just uh, just shows how inconsistent refs can be on one simple rule. Have the rules of football become more complicated than it should be? Yes. Particularly the handball one, because no one's got a freaking clue what's going on. And the offside one. Oh. There was one in the Newcastle game. The first goal, Anthony Gordon skips past the defender and the ball bounces up awkwardly and hits his hand, but stays in play as a result of it hitting his hand. It would have gone out of play. He then controls it and passes it back to the guy on the edge of the box. He scores. I mean, is that not interference in some way? Shape? Like It's a complete accident, but it results in the goal. And everyone's looking around going, they're not even going to look at it. They're not even looking at it. Like, hang on. That <laughs> just doesn't look right. It doesn't feel right. So, um, yeah, the handball law in particular is utterly absurd at the moment. And then Callum Hallett says, evening. Evening. Would you send Dawes out on loan as he seems to be out of favour? And do you think JMD needs to start weekend to keep him happy? Oh, we'll need Dawes on the bench for the FA Cup because we have, you can have seven. And if we are missing two, we could end up with a, a short bench quite quickly. So not yet. If um, Whittle, Whittle got injured, didn't he, yesterday? He came off, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and if Whittle isn't available, then I think yeah. Dawes is probably the left back, although Wannell can move well, he, over and he, Williams can go he, there. He put hours there. Yeah. He, he, could have put, he, he could have made that change and he didn't. He put hours in there. And we started Sendles White at left back yeah. against Weston. It does feel like Dawes is, is down the pecking order somewhere. I'm, I mean, he, he's been ill, isn't he? He's had glandular sure. fever. 
yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm not sure "out of favor" is necessarily the 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 correct term, uh, but he's he's certainly been unavailable. Um, but the fact that he's now back on the bench for a game where you could put you could have put other people on the bench, um, I think. Yeah, back ahead maybe, of Bell. Yeah, exactly. I think maybe he's. Um, When's the SNPC? Ninth. Ninth of October, ish. Because you think if he's involved at Didcot because of the extra room, Avely, and then I think it's SNPC, and then an FA Cup game potentially again. After that, you might look at finding him some time somewhere because you think it'll be another two weeks further in on training and recovery. If he goes for a month somewhere and just plays five knots of 90 minutes, it would it would benefit him hugely. And then he can come back for us when we start getting injuries and suspensions picking up. And anything on JMD? About, uh, some, I want something else to write about on Lone Watch. Anything on JMD? Week commences 2nd of October. So that's yeah, oh. the next one. Oh, so in between Didcot and Avely? Yeah. Yeah, we well, we commence the second of October. That's so even even better than really. I would I would definitely have him there. Um, I I was thinking about this. I was chatting to Elliot earlier and sort of talking about FA Cup lineups and and whatnot. I would start JMD, but I think I'd have it as a tactical switch, and I'd look to save other people elsewhere. And I probably wouldn't start Murphy, which sounds ridiculous. But you'd back us to have enough against Didcot without Murphy being needed, knowing that we're going to need Murphy a bit more if Hyde isn't going to be available or if if he's not quite on it. You need him for the Avely game, and if it means saving his legs for Did Didcot, so be it. So yeah, JMD, I would I would start him. I think it benefits everybody to start him against Didcot. Yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, uh, Seb mentioned on the uh, foot in both camps, didn't he? That he's uh, can't believe that. Um, you know that a player like that is even at this level um, mm. and obviously you know Mark Cooper knows him better than any of us do so um, have no qualms about the fact that he's uh, he's not in the side but yeah he's a very good player to not be playing I, I imagine he will want to I mean, he came on and scored didn't he so um, against uh, Stoneham so I think he would be thinking he's he's done enough to get more than a, uh, just a, on the bench Okay. Uh, another one from Hugh Hugh. What were Hampton and Richmond thinking with the Tannoy announcement? Why TFC fans to be detained in the ground at 15 minutes at the final whistle? Stewards avoided any eye contact at all as I marched out at full time to catch my train. Suspect Try. thinking not paid enough for rows with fuming citizens illegally kettled. Yeah. Yeah. Try and stop Hugh Hugh getting out. <laughs> I dare you. Um, but yeah, I, I think the. Uh... It very quickly. I settled into a um a seat in the stand, thinking that I was going to have time to tidy up match report. Um, and then uh, everyone started getting out. I thought, like, it's said fifteen minutes. I thought we were going to be here for a while. But um, uh, but yeah. So I think they very quickly gave up when they saw the uh, the flood of people um leaving. So yeah, maybe nice idea, but never really it's probably quite easy when there's only thirty, forty diehard hooligans. 450 people just want to get out and are having a peaceful time of it. Yeah. Crack on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go to Facebook, then come back to Twitter, because there was a good one to finish on. Uh, Hilton Mason says, evening all. Evening, evening all. 
discipline an issue for officials, players, staff, or observers, part of the game or spoiling it, dependent on experience. That's well, a, a leading question, isn't it? So okay. is... I would say Saturday was certainly a case of spoiling it. Yes, but is discipline an issue for everyone? Probably. <laughs> Well, given the amount of yellow cars that are knocking around, I'd say there probably is. I mean, I, I don't think our discipline was really the pro the reason that we got all those yellow cars. And that sounds ridiculous because um, Mr. Discipline there has um, been been talking about it. But, um, yeah, I, I, it feels to me more like people who, well, and, and I say this, I've, I've never played football at any particular level in my life. So um, maybe I am a, a part of the problem, but it seems that these decisions are made by people who don't play football um, or haven't played football. And um, they're made there by almost like AI, isn't it? Somebody. Uh... Maybe you could be a ref. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I could call myself a wanky, couldn't I? But yeah. <laughs> I, think I, don't, inexperienced... I, don't, I, don't, I don't need to be a referee to be called a wanker, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, inexperienced officials spoiled yeah. the game at the weekend, perhaps. Uh, Tim Hubble, when will the FA review the shocking officiating in our division and the National League North? There were nine red cards in our division alone, and judging by social media, many fans are unhappy. Unfortunately. I don't think they will. <laughs> I go, yeah, they won't, because we are the, we're the training ground. For them yeah the fa just they they won't care this is where they go and learn it's like it's like learning to pass your driving test this is how they learn they learn to read a rule book and enforce the rule book without any sense of common sense or as coach you absolutely right says having any actual knowledge of the game of football they are just implementing the rules in which are put in front of them and have no human element to them and it's that's what the FA want. That's what the FA want. Okay, uh, back to Twitter, and we're going to finish on a on a foodie one from Joey Chinnick. We have we have had others that you haven't asked. Have I? What on the hashtag? Uh, probably because there was one about whether or not we should um, we should be appealing Matt Worthington's if he's quote only going to miss the FA Cup. Well, I'm not seeing them when I've clicked on the replies to the Twitter post. What's well, there was one, and he, and he hasn't, and he hasn't used the hashtag then. Um, the there, there was a question of should we appeal Matt Worthington if he's only going to miss the FA Cup for for clarity, Mister Discipline. Um, I was expecting the seven day rule to mean he missed Avely rather than FA Cup, but the FA Portal of Doom has suggested that they will both Hyde and Worthington miss the FA Cup, scheduled for uh, their suspension to start and end on the thirtieth of the ninth. Uh, two things, uh, as is pointed out in a couple of the replies, if we said no and accepted it, he would then have that red card on his record. Should he then get another red card, his suspension is subsequently enhanced because you're your second card of the season. So actually, if you feel like you have a genuine chance of getting it overturned, you should get it overturned. But you do run the risk of him being banned for an extra match for a frivolous appeal. <laughs> I mean... Difficult, isn't it? Really difficult. Um, Be interested to see what the highlights, presumably yes. Hampton were recording, what they look like. Um, yeah. Because none of us had a, you know, you can't tell from the HP source and you couldn't tell from where I was stood. Um, I don't know. What did um, what did Ian Randall and Sam 
say about it? Not much, really, because everything's happening so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, Jake Hyde's cannot be appealed because it's two yellows. Yeah. So he will miss the one game regardless. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's a fair point. Do we appeal it? Only if you're 100% sure that it'll get overturned. If you are 99% sure, don't do it. Yeah. It's not worth um, it. Watsy does have a few questions, although we have... Okay. I can see them. I can yeah. see those ones. I can't see the other one. Uh, one word answers to this one. Is Morgan Williams having a breakout season? I have rated him, but this year he's being noticed weekly. Yes. No, sure last season yet. was his breakout season. Undroppable. Um, missed him so much when we didn't have him back in last year. Last year was the breakout season. Agreed. Uh, is Michael Smith a league winning signing? Yes. Well, Tell you, May. Add, add Joe Day in that as well, right? And do we need another striker just in case? Not yet. We have covered that one. Yes. We do want to. Uh, okay. Right. Now can I ask the last one? I mean, if you guys want to stay up late and answer more questions, it's fine. But I am tired. <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> I think that's for something else. <laughs> that's different. Guys. That's different. <laughs> Uh, Jerry Chinnick says, good evening. Good evening. If you guys, I'm going to, yeah, if you guys did a come dine with me between the three of you, what would you all cook? What would be your entertainment? And most importantly, who would win? P.S. Keep up the good work on the pot. No, people being nice again. Yeah. I don't like it. Um, what are you I, cooking? I'm I'm cracking out the chicken katsu curry. It's my go-to. It's better than Wagamama's. You're all going to love it. And love. I would have a slow roasted leg of lamb, Ooh. which goes down quite nicely in my uh, slow cooker. Uh, I'll cook us a chili con carne with nachos. Nice. Can we make this happen? I quite like the sound of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what's good. your entertainment? Uh, I'm going to play the castanets. Um, I don't know, it just sounded Spanish. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Sounded Spanish. Yeah. To go with your slow roasted leg of lamb. <laughs> exactly. So an evening of Spanish entertainment. Yeah. Um, no, we'll do uh, bull running. Um, although I know <laughs> someone's been killed in uh, in bull running today. So, yeah, we're going to do, we'll do that instead. That's uh, that's the most stereotypically Spanish thing I could think of. Okay. Bull okay. Then. Bit, bit of cruelty to animals. It's fine. <laughs> um, my entertainment would be. I would um oh that's a good question. I reckon you should just get us to talk to Ollie. I reckon uh, I reckon Ollie would be entertainment himself. Ben's son yeah. would be the entertainment. Yeah, he would be he would be the entertainment. I I having had, boy. Yeah, <laughs> having had conversations with him, he can talk endlessly. Like but I mean Ben talks a lot. <laughs> Where does he get I, that from? Yeah, right, exactly. Ben can talk a lot, but he, he he will just never stop and he will answer anything you ask him. I swear he knows everything, that boy. So yeah. Uh, yeah. My son would do a dinosaur quiz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he would have a dinosaur <laughs> quiz hosted by Ollie. Uh my entertainment will be the second leg of the forest playoff. <laughs> <Yeah. Ow. laughs> Who's gonna win? I think. The viewers will win, yeah. I think. But, um, let, let, let's have a poll. Yeah. Who would, okay. Who, who have a poll. Win? 
Are we, are we going to base it on the food or are we going to base it on all of well, our it's um, overall experience? Food and both, can't you? Food and entertainment in the okay. pub. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so sure. Dave... <laughs> Not sure how many characters I can put in. Low roasted I mean, lamb and eat leg and bull running. Eating <laughs> bull running. Yeah. Some clever emojis. There you go. Yeah. Bull plus plus lamb. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> You'll figure it out, Dave. You got a very that. a very meaty theme there, isn't there? But yeah. Well. Okay. There we go. Nice to chat, lads. Yes, indeed. I think we're getting minutes in the legs and. Uh... Feels like we're getting there. Yeah, exactly. But it's good to have um, good to have uh, some strength on the bench that we can uh, we know we can we can call upon. Are we back on Thursday? I might yeah. even do the quiz. That's been, that's been out for a while, yeah. isn't it? I've had a long rain so far. I'm really have, enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might have to. Uh, I'll, I'll, I will be in touch with someone. I will go back to the spreadsheet and look uh, who uh, who responded. I will. Whoever you are, I will be in touch. Right. Back to call. Chat to you this week, lads. Ciao, ciao. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. Six minutes gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal! 